Welcome to Kairos, the perfect moment. I'm your host, better known as Nika, and I'm an awareness coach who will be giving you weekly insight into exactly what you need to hear right now. Hi guys, welcome to a new episode of Kairos, the perfect moment. How was that new moon for you? Um, so today I thought we would talk a little bit about um, something that uh, I think a lot of people that I know suffer from and I think a lot of people um, are finally understanding that this is what they suffer from. Um, it's called anxiety <laughs> and and uh, there's, a, there's a large array of anxiety disorders. There is a very large scale of, of how bad anxiety is. Let's not get caught up in the details however and just consider that anybody suffering from anxiety is suffering from something that is just you know complex and it's difficult for for each of us regardless of what kind um affects us or the people around us so just to immediately kind of dive into this um there's so much of uh, what constitutes daily little moments uh, of anxiety for me um, that has to do with just rationally overriding my fun side, like the side that is looking for adventure or that is looking just to have some fun and um, is uncharacteristically, that's a difficult word, uncharacteristically <laughs> caution to the wind. Um, it's actually kind of a skill if you would, you know, indulge it with that word. Um, that made me always seem very mature for my age, and it didn't really matter how old I was. And um, I was doing some research into this uh, the other day, and I came across a few articles that basically said the same thing, which is that children who suffer from anxiety and anxiety disorders tend to come across um, the very same way as mature, which even though it's perhaps easier to deal with for an adult, it isn't really what a child is supposed to be coming across as, right? So anxiety, as I understood, and as I understood it from these uh, couple of articles or these few articles that I read about it, um, it seems to kind of invert the inner growth process. So children who suffer from it have a very hard time relating to their peers and they very often grow up to become adults who also have a hard time relating to their peers. Now, as children, um, we seem very mature. I say we because I was a child who suffered from anxiety. Um, because, you know, it, it's very difficult to throw caution to the wind and jump off a deck into a lake with a bunch of other kids who are having summer fun when you're worried about what is in that lake and who are these other kids and I don't know, silly stuff. And the same thing happens, you know, kids who have anxiety maybe don't like to go to the beach because they don't like sand or because they don't like mud or whatever. Children with anxiety either refuse to let go of their caretakers or they refuse to come out of their rooms for anyone at all. And this is because they are so anxious about what might happen if. Now it is important to notice um, that these kids overall are still very happy and healthy and they're largely functional. It's just that because they worry on a level very similar to that of an adult, um, they appear to have, you know, their shit very much more together. And this is said so often. We often we tend to 
characterize these kind of children as as kids who are just mature for their age and and they'll start believing it and I know that because I did I started believing it but then as I started growing out of all this anxiety and I started growing into the age I somehow then apparently projected outward um I did actually fall back into awkwardness again and Though all of my now adult peers had had all of the experiences that I hadn't seemed to have had, um, I still didn't see it in the same way that they did or do. And this realization somehow, and I'm not entirely sure how or why for that matter, did make me back paddle a little bit. So I just sort of stepped back into a little bit of this awkward anxiety around people my own age. And because I had a much better sense of who I was um, and because I've become an infinitely more skilled communicator than when I was four, uh, I felt secure enough to do some of the stupid shit that so many of us do when we're like in our teens, only I didn't because I, I was anxious. I didn't like it. Plus, I have a thing against, you know, people my own age, apparently. I never did actually rebel against my dear, dear parents because by the time uh, I finally started making my own decisions for fun, uh, I was too old for that. I'd already moved out. But I know that I made a few decisions that they questioned. That isn't why I made those decisions. I just made them to see if there was perhaps more to me than I previously thought there was. And because there, I felt like there was so much of me that had always been covered um, by this veil of anxiety. It, it, it'd been kind of like a door that was always closed because don't go in there. You don't know what you might find. So, you know, baby steps. I started with different types of music. I started writing. Um, and then I just kind of ventured into dropping out of college, which, by the way, is not because um, I just didn't want to go. It wasn't doing me any good. And at the time, we couldn't afford it. And I was... I was trying to dress my decisions responsibly still, and I guess I still am, otherwise I might not actually be giving you that explanation at all. But I dropped out of college, basically, and, you know, I, I got a few tattoos, I got drunk, uh, I dated a guy who wrenched his own braces out of his mouth when he got tired of them, even though he still had a really great smile. Um, because I wasn't studying anything, I was just sort of working back and forth. And then I moved to Germany to work there. And then two years later, I moved back and I got some more tattoos and I got high and I dated a couple of bartenders and I started dyeing my hair. And first it was, you know, slowly and soft and natural colors. And then eventually I dyed it purple just a few days before heading to an international conference on climate change education for my company. Why am I telling you all this? It's because I started doing joyful things because they felt joyful in the moment instead of listening to the anxiety that came before it or during it or even after it. Don't think that I kind of grew over it and then I dyed my hair purple and I went to an international conference on such a big topic for representing my own company um, and not felt anxious about the fact that everybody was pointing out my hair, which was very purple. Um, not everything that I have done, not all joyful things that I did because they felt joyful have worked out for the very best. And I'll even admit that, you know, perhaps I skewed my moral compass a bit here and there as well, but I don't really consider any of what I did a mistake. 
um, I started doing the joyful thing and I stopped talking myself out of it with rationale. Instead of waiting until after this conference, I just sort of did it. And if I hadn't, I would have just every time found a new reason not to do it. It's a very unnatural shade of beet, actually. So it's kind of like between red and purple, but it's cool. It's a cool color and it looks good. And I've gotten lots of compliments on it. But if I hadn't just done it because I felt like doing it in the moment, I would never have done it. You know, I'm not saying to become the person who will do anything for their own hide, no matter the cost, because I believe that we are all largely capable of recognizing when a joyful thing for us might hurt someone else. But I am telling you that it is okay to ju- to just do the joyful thing instead of considering and ultimately freaking out over how a certain decision may or may not affect your life three years from now. You know, just do it. Do it. If it is making you smile to just think about it and you're sure that it's not actually going to do any serious damage to yourself or to someone else, do it. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Right? So one of the reasons I decided to put out this podcast every Friday is because Friday is Freya's day. Freya, uh, for those who don't know, is a Norse goddess. Um, Out of the many things that she rules over, she also rules over magic. And uh, she taught magic to Odin as well. So I read runes as a kind of oracle. And um, every Friday, my intention is to ask for a bit of advice, not just for me, but to share with all of you. So today, this week, this Friday, that advice goes a little bit against what I just told you, Um, but mostly it just asks for balance. So do the joyful thing, just do the damn thing that you want to do because it's making you smile and you know exactly what thing it is that I'm talking about, but do consider that if there is, you know possible trouble up ahead that you keep it in mind don't just barrel through with a plan without actually planning it or don't just you know push through an idea because you think that you're entitled to something even when you're not recognize the potential problems which is the adult thing to do just don't be eaten or consumed by them and then stop doing what you wanted to do because that is the anxious thing to do right So just balance, basically. Everything is always about balance and everything is always, you know, in moderation. It's it's best. Do the joyful thing. Try not to freak out about what might or might not happen if you dye your hair purple or blue or green or if you ask that girl out or if you buy that guy a drink or if you go to the movies by yourself, because honestly, those aren't things that anybody really cares about, and nobody should care about, only you should care about whether or not that makes you happy. However, do be careful, you know, when your decisions um, can potentially affect other people uh, in a negative way, because then it, you know, it becomes unbalanced. That's basically all that they're saying. So have fun. Don't freak out about the small things. Have, you know, the courage to do what you need to do in order to be you, but be honorable about it and don't, you know, drag people through the mud unnecessarily is basically what I'm saying. That would be it for this Freya Friday.
Thanks for tuning into Kairos The Perfect Moment. If you would like to keep up with me, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook as at Kairos The Perfect Moment. If you have a question you would like me to answer for you, or if you have a topic that you would like me to address on the podcast, you can message me on either of those platforms, or you can send me a voice message over at Anchor. Until next time.